Proverbs 10 tonight. Proverbs 10. We will uh, look into the Word. Just a few moments. We had this note written down, and I usually put the date with some of my notes and my thoughts. And I think it was January or February of 2021. I wrote this thought down, and uh, nothing ever came from it until this past week as far as a message, but that's all right. The funny thing is there's a part about this dealing with a farmer in verse 5 where we'll find our thought here tonight, and it made me think it was funny God planted that seed all that time ago, and it sprouted this week in my study. Verse 5, it says, he that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. Now going back to the beginning of this chapter, it says, verse 1 of chapter 10, it says, The Proverbs of Solomon, a wise son, maketh a glad father. But a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivereth from death. The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish, but he casteth away the substance of the wicked. He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. I had a thought, there's an old bluegrass song about the boy who wouldn't hoe corn. Some know, I told Brother Chad, he's not in here at the moment, but I told him this morning, I said, you're going to like tonight's message if you get to be here. But tells the story, and I'm not going to sing it, but it tells the story of a man, and the, the, the lyrics go, it's been sung a number of different ways, but kind of where it ends up, the lyrics say he planted his corn in the month of June, and by July it was up to his eyes. Come September came a big frost, and all the young man's corn was lost. It goes on, and essentially what, what we see in that story, and there's a lot of good things in these old folksy stories, but what we see is that this man, this man wouldn't take care of the crop that he had planted. He was a bad steward of what he had. And what ended up happening was, obviously, he lost the crop. So then it goes on in the song, and it says he went down to, to his neighbor's door, where he had often been before, saying, Pretty little miss, will you marry me? Little miss, what do you say? Why do you come for me to wed? You can't even make your own corn grain. Single I am and will remain. A lazy man I won't maintain. She says, No. If you're not willing to hoe your corn, take care of what you got. You ain't going to take care of me. There's a lot of wisdom to be found in what we find here in the Proverbs where it says in verse 5, He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, 
But he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. I believe what we find here in these first seven verses, and it really continues on, but we just, for sake of time, we'll look in these first seven verses. You will find kind of the parallels between the wise son that is a good steward of what he's got and you'll find brings honor to his family, to his parents, to those around him. In parallel with the foolish son who, in essence, is not stewarding what he has in a godly way. What a lesson we could learn today. Have we ever been more blessed as a nation? Have we ever individually been more blessed? Have you ever uh, seen a time where people have so much? I mean, I, I've talked to some kids, three, four, five years old. They've got two iPads and a cell phone and a, every, I mean, you name it. And it wasn't that way when I was growing up. And it wasn't that long ago. That's what blows my mind is we've never seen time change so fast. Now, I I can't say from experience, because I haven't lived as many years as some, but when my grandfather passed away, he was 82 82 years old, I believe. And in 82 years, my goodness, how much he's seen change in his life. But in just my short time in my life, how quickly things have changed. I mean, it's speeding up the transition. And we're living in a world where we have so much. As we've said recently, not to, to put down those that, don't, uh, those that are poor or homeless in the area, but the reality is that some poor people are wealthy in, in many other countries of the world in our nation. We are so blessed. Even people down in, in some of the, the most difficult of circumstances still have so much. But you know, the things we're blessed with, the things that we're given, the things that we're allowed to have, we determine who we are by how we steward those things. So for but just a moment, we'll look here at the lazy son and the wise son and consider one that won't hoe his corn and one that will. Back in verse 1, it says, A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. First looking about this lazy son and considering him, he has wasted relationships in his life. He has wasted relationships. What a sad saying that is where it says a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. It could also be said that he's a weight to his mother. He weighs down the one that brought him into the world. My goodness, if we took account, we could find that to be true in so many cases where people end up being a weight to those that eventually there should be taken care of. What feelings as a parent, I don't know as a parent if there's anything else on this earth aside from this, the Holy Spirit of God that can, can evoke more emotion than a child when you look at your child. You look at your child, there's nothing else except for the Spirit of God that can evoke more feeling from you on this, on this earth. You just, there, there's not. I've had them. I've got them. I know. You hold that child in your arms when they're first born, and it's just, it's a feeling of, if you know, you know. It's a huge blessing. But that child, by God's plan, eventually, as it says about the wise son, the wise son makes a glad father. 
That child is born into the world and it's my responsibility for so long to raise that child and nurture that child and grow that child. But eventually, in return to me and my faithfulness to raise that child, that child should bring forth fruit that I can rejoice in. Not because of what I've done, but what God's done through that child. But this lazy son, he's got wasted relationships. He's got wasted relationships because this relationship, he's a heaviness to his mother. He's awake to his family. It's foolish. He's lazy. He doesn't steward the things that he has well. It goes on to verse 2 and it says, Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivereth from death. He has wasted relationships. And then in verse 2, he has a wicked bounty. Where it says, treasures of wickedness profit nothing. This lazy man, all that he has and all that he holds, this foolish man that we're reading about, all that he possesses are just treasures of the world. He may have a, he's got an earthly possession, he's got things that he can hold on to, he's got, got things of an earthly nature that maybe he, he clings to, but that's all he's got, because where it says treasures of wickedness profit nothing. What prophet is talking about is of an eternal sense and of a godly sense. He's not a good steward of those types of things. Maybe his spiritual eye has not been enlightened, as we uh, alluded to this morning. He has a wicked bounty. Verse 3, it says, The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish, but he casteth away the substance of the wicked. He's got a wasted bounty. Not just wicked bounty, but a wasted bounty. Where it says, But he casteth away the substance of the wicked. Kind of considering Cain and Abel. In essence, how Cain brought to God his sacrifice and it was imperfect God cast it away couldn't accept it because it was imperfect there was a heart problem there was a stewardship problem in the life of Cain God doesn't accept the treasures of wickedness of the world they won't get you anywhere I think and I believe in my heart there's some people in their carnal mind they believe they will get to get to God one day and they will pull their checkbook out. That's what they think. They think, I'll write you a check. I'm good for it. God knows what we possess on this earth. He's the one who either blessed us with it or allowed someone to possess it. You hear lost people say, well, I've been, I've been blessed. Yeah, I've been blessed. You've been allowed to possess something on this earth. It's your reward. It's your reward. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing. But he casteth, verse 3, but he casteth away the substance of the wicked. There's some people on this earth lost that can't ever make anything of anything. Some that have more than this whole church put together. Some that can't make anything with anything. And their substance, what they have is just worthless and meaningless. And as verse 2 says, profit nothing. He's got a wasted bounty. Goodness, to stand before God. I, I would hate to think, to stand before God. All the possessions man could imagine. All the things of this earth that I could possess and think that that would get me to the other side. 
Or, Lord, look at all the good things I've done. Look at the treasures of my good works that I bring. Won't do it. It's a wasted bounty. Verse 4, it says, He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand. I call him lazy because of verse number 4. He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand. But the hand of the diligent maketh rich. Slack meaning lazy. Slack meaning slothful. Slack meaning whatever. That isn't, isn't diligent. You name it. He has a wasted potential. His stewardship, he has wasted potential. You ever know that person that could be brilliant? That just brilliant mind could cha really change things. I think of it sometimes even guys I went to school with. Could have been so good at sports. I mean, you go out and go play in the field after school, and man, they, everybody's like, why don't you play? I got to get home. Got to go, go home. I got to play video games. You could literally, the coaches come to them, you could play college ball. I got a Pokemon event this evening. Like, I mean, just, just like, I wish you could shake them and say you could literally, I mean, you have more God-given talent than I was ever bestowed. But they won't do it. Slack. Slothful. Lazy. No potential. Not that it's not, not that maybe they could go do it, but I've seen lost people. I thought, man, if you could get saved and redeemed by the saving power of Jesus Christ, you, you could talk to anybody. Literally have the great potential of an earthly nature, but lacking Christ. It's wasted potential. This foolish man, he has wasted potential because he wastes his time. Therefore, it's foolish in his stewardship. As verse 5 continues on, he that gathereth in summer and his wife, with fourth, fifth time we've read this verse, but that's all right. He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. Going back to the boy that didn't hoe his corn. I see Jeremy back there. I told Chad, y'all weren't in here, I told Chad you like this message. But laziness. When it's time to get out there and go, when it's time to get after it, in the heat of the day, that's when you do with the harvest. That's when the harvest comes is when it's hot, when it's not uh, perfect, when it's not a good time. This man, I think he, he gets up for the harvest when it's cold outside. I like that. That's nice. That's good. Hey, I like the cold. I'm a big guy. I don't do so good in the, in the heat. This man, he's, he, he, he has wasted time. Verse number 6 goes on, and blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. He has wasted words. The stewardship of the things he has in his life reflect wickedness within, and wickedness comes out of his mouth. He has wasted words. Things that he say are just foolishness and wickedness. In verse 7, the memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. That's profound right there. The name of the wicked shall rot. He has a wasted legacy. I've told you what my desire is. Somebody stand over my body one day and say, he was a friend of sinners. 
my kids to say my dad was a good man that loved the Lord. People that knew me to say he was a faithful man to the gospel of Christ. My wife to say, thank the Lord he's out of the house. This is my desires for my legacy. Not because of remembering who Josh Boyd was, but hopefully remembering who Christ that lived through me was, is. This man has a wasted legacy. Let's run through the wise son really fast. I'm just going to read verse by verse the text about the wise son. A wise son maketh a glad father. The wise son, he lifts the weight of his father. He exalts his family. He lifts up those loved ones around him because he's a good steward of what he has. He's a good steward of his time. He's a good steward of of his relationships. He's a good steward of those he's around. He's a good steward of the things God does bless him with. He has, he lifts the weight of his father. The worry that, man, this child, I've learned already. You worry about the, Lord, save my son, save my daughter at a young age. You worry about the spiritual condition of your children. And if you, if you don't, the devil's got a veil over your eyes because you need to worry about that. Lord, save them young. This man, he lifts that weight off of his father because he pays his father back. Thank you, Father, for blessing me on this earth. Thank you for teaching me the right way. Thank you for leading me right down, down the right path. And, and I'm going to give back to you by living a biblical and godly life. I'm going to be a good steward of what I've got. He lifts the weight of his father. Verse 2, it says, But righteousness delivereth from death. This man, he lasts into eternity. His, his stewardship allows him to last into eternity. His brother, the foolish man, those treasures of wickedness, they profit nothing. They'll, they'll burn up with this world. But the wise man, his righteousness through Christ, delivers him from death. Verse 3 The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish. I don't know if you take notes or highlight any Bible, but write it down, highlight it, circle it, mark it, whatever you got to do. This this is a good verse. The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish. He lives through trials. Through Christ, he lives through trials. Now, you, you can live through a trial and come out harmed, hurt, beat up, battered, But when you walk through that trial with the Lord on your side, you come out strengthened. This wise son, he lives through the trials. Verse 4. But the hand of the diligent maketh rich. This is the one. When get while the getting's good, amen. He gets after it. Sun comes up in the morning, he's after it. Sun goes down, he's he's I forget what Benjamin Franklin said about. Here I am. I just heard it last night. Going to bed early and getting up early, whatever. Anyway, he is a good steward of his time because he realizes if I make preparations today, I can thank myself tomorrow. I'm going to work today for tomorrow. He lives in the benefits of his labor. The hand of the diligent maketh rich. God rewards hard work, don't he? God rewards hard work. I know people that, by the earth's world standards, they ain't got much of nothing. I mean, most people probably wouldn't want what they got, but they are proud as pie about it because they worked hard for it. That's the way I was raised. Man, it feels good to work for something. I feel more accomplishment to work for something than anything else. 
Stuff just handed to you, I don't, I don't like it. I try to turn it away if I can. Because it just don't feel like it does when you work for something. You work for your marriage, you're a good steward of your marriage, God will bless you. Feels good. You work for your, your, your job and you work in, and to try to be the best uh, uh, steward of the time you have in your job, God will bless you through it. You work hard in the church, God will bless you. And nothing feels like that blessing. And it might not mean nothing to anybody else, but it means the world to you. That's what matters. He lives through, lives in the benefits of his labor. But in verse 5, where it says, But he that sleepeth in harvest is a, is a son that causes shame. He that gathereth in summer is a wise son. He takes advantage and he looks to stewardship of the things around him. Verse 6, it says, Blessings are upon the head of the just. This man, this wise son, he lives in blessings. He's the one that can truly say, God's blessed me with something. God's allowed, but he's blessed me with something. In verse 7, the memory of the just is blessed. He leaves a strong legacy. That's what I was just talking about. The, the, the wicked son, he has a wasted legacy. But the wise son, he leaves a strong legacy behind. Hey, we just take hold of these things. Proverbs, I'm generally reading in Psalms or Proverbs. But I love Proverbs. Man, so many good things. But remember, just like in that story I shared at the beginning of that song, that woman, hey, she wasn't going to marry him. You wouldn't hoe your corn. You ain't going to take care of me. Your work ethic, your stewardship, your handling of this, things in this life, it, it'll, play, it'll play out to either harm you or bless you. You work hard. You're diligent. You can live with the blessings of God in your life. And this isn't a prosperity gospel kind of message. This is the word. Because it says blessings are upon the head of the just. The memory of the just is blessed. Maybe you worry about what you leave behind. I do. I want to leave behind a, a strong legacy. But that will only be done if I steward things properly and correctly and by his word. Amen. Just a little bit, but a lot of bit, in a sense, too. Amen. Anyone have anything before we dismiss tonight? And I know a lot of bit's not a word. We don't. That's not in our Lester Dictionary. It's in the Tuxedo Dictionary. Amen. All right. If you would, stand for just a moment.